What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of Marketing in My Garage. And today I wanted to share a concept that I was uh, thinking about a few days ago that I learned uh, from a business coach uh, a few years ago that if applied, it will definitely help you to succeed in your business this year. But if ignored, you will definitely fail. How do you build a successful MLM business without spamming social media, paying for outdated leads, or having uncomfortable conversations with your family and friends? That was a question I had years ago, and now I want to share my journey as I build my million dollar business online completely from scratch with no money, no customer list, no social media, and no office. With just a laptop, internet connection, and a sales funnel, and all out of my garage. My name is James Quilty, and welcome to Marketing in My Garage. What's up, everyone? I hope that you're having an awesome new year, uh, you know, starting off, and I hope that you have regrouped, you got your goals, uh, you're moving forward, and you're ready to crush your business uh, in this new year. I know that I am. Um, but you know, one of the things that uh, that I uh, that I like to do at the beginning of the year is I really like to to kind of go back, you know, read through my journals. Um, and listen, if if you are not like journaling, and and I'm not talking about you know these are the thoughts that I'm having, but you know really you know having um, a journal and just you know, kind of documenting what you're you're going through, what you're doing, uh, you know what uh, you you succeeded with, you know really what you failed with, uh, you know some you know uh, things that you know you heard. That yeah, hey, I'd like to, to remember. I mean, just you know, anything that kind of comes to your mind. I learned this from Tony Robbins uh, when I first got his uh, Personal Power Two, the Driving Force uh, program. When I was actually in the uh, the military, when I was in the Air Force, and I will never forget this uh, concept that he said. He said, "If your life is worth living, it's worth recording." Because he had a, a success journal, and after each day, you know, he had some um, homework for you to do. And he was um, always, you know, talking about saying, "You never leave the site of a goal, uh, you know, unattended." You know, you always, you know, want to, you know, have some sort of action that is going to move you towards that goal to kind of build your know, momentum. And so he was always, you know, um, driving home that you know, you need to journal, you need to go ahead and write this down, you need to have documentation of of what you're doing. And I'll never forget that. And I was like, "Wow!" And I remember. Um, and and there's and there's a reason why I, I'm sharing this, you know, with you. But I, I remember. Um, that um, after my my dad um, had had passed away, uh, my mom had you know gathered some of his things and she had sent them to me, and um, you know I used to work out with with my dad you know all the time when I was younger and he's the one that actually got me into you know health and, and wellness and you know really kind of put me on the path of you know just you know being really you know, focused about uh, you know fitness you know because he used to go to the gym you know every single you know day when I was uh, growing up especially when I was home. Over the summer, I would go with him, you know, every day, you know, to, to the gym. And when I was younger, you know, I would just play at the playground uh, while he was working out. And then as I started to get, you know, older, excuse me, as I started to get older, um, you know, then I started, you know, working out with him. Well, he always, you know, kept a, a workout, you know, journal. So um, when, when he had passed, one of the things that my mom had sent me was his workout bag, um, you know, his his workout straps, his his weight belt, and then his 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 workout journal, his his last journal that he had. 
um, before he passed. And I remember flipping, you know, uh, through that journal and it was like any, you know, exercise journal, you know, it had his sets and his reps. But the interesting thing was that in the margins, you know, every so often he would write these little like notes to himself, like, you know, Hey, feeling really good today. Um, you know, uh, you, you needed, uh, to, 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 to hit this, um, you know, this, this area, you know, a little bit harder or, you know, um, you know, I, I took this, supplement or something like that. And, you know, it had this effect or, or something, you know, just little notes and not, you know, every single day, uh, it just, you know, every once in, uh, once in a while. And, um, I remember the very last entry that he had you know, written in there before he had, you know, he had passed away. Uh, he said, you know, not really into my workout, you know, really focusing in on this, uh, this, this job that I have to, you know, to do today, you know, just, just kind of going, you know, through, through the motions. And, um, that was his, his last entry. And the, um, the, the cool thing about it was, was even though he was gone and I was going through his journal, and even, even though it like, it didn't have like this big, you know, autobiography or anything like that, he had these little ideas and concepts and it, and it really, you know, it kind of, you know, kept me connected, you know, to him. And, um, and it really, you know, kind of, you know, made me think back of, you know, a lot of the, the, the life lessons that he had shared, you know, with me along the way when I was, when I was younger. Right. And, um, while I was in the, um, the military, when I was in the, the air force, we, uh, were living on, uh, on the base, we had base housing. And at the time we had a house and it had a, um, a basement. So we had like a lot of our stuff and all my workout stuff was, was down there. Well, uh, unfortunately I came home, uh, from, from work one day and uh, the basement was like flooded with sewage. So there had been a, a, a main line that had busted. And so everybody on that street, you know, the, the sewage had backed up. And unfortunately, um, you know, uh, the, my dad's, you know, bag and his, his workout stuff, the, the stuff that my mom had sent him and his journal was destroyed. I mean, you know, literally. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and it always, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know, bother me that I didn't have that journal that he had written down. So, you know, anyway, um, yeah. And then when I started listening to Tony Robbins, when he talked about, you know, journaling, I was, wow, I remember back to that. And it's like, you know what? I want to make sure that, you know, I'm, you know, documenting everything and I want to make sure I'm writing everything down because I want to have, you know, something, you know, for, um, you know, for, for my kids. Um, and I, and I share that, you know, with you because I was going through, uh, was going through that and I came across a concept, um, that I had learned from my business coach when I was running my personal training, uh, you know, uh, bootcamp, uh, you know, business, right. And, um, I, I want to share you know, this, uh, before I get that, I want to share this you know, story. When I first started as a personal trainer, um, <clears throat> and back in 2000, uh, was it 2009? Yeah, I think it was, no, wait, two. Yeah, you know, no, it was actually 2007. Yeah, 2007 is actually when I started as a, as a personal trainer. Wow, it's been that long. <laughs> anyway, um, and I started at my first, uh, you know, training, um, training facility. It was a a gym that was in, uh, you know, a Celebration, Florida, right? And <clears throat> um, it, it was really kind of cool concept because it was inside a hospital. Because the hospital, it, its whole goal was like, you know, um, health and wellness, and it was run by Seven Day Adventists. And um, so they had, uh, you know, in the, the hospital, an actual fitness, you know, center. It was really kind of cool. It had three levels. Um, and so uh, the very top level, the third level, that was where, you know, the personal training was. That's where the gym was with all the equipment. And um, 
when I, you know, obviously I was, I was really eager to learn. I had just gotten certified and I just got hired. I was super excited. Um, and they had about seven trainers, you know, at the time. And, um, you know, I remember from, you know, one of my, uh, my, uh, mentors, he said that, you know, listen, you know, if you want to be successful, you know, in any organization, you go to the person that is like the top dog, the one that's like, you know, doing the best. And you ask them if you can take them out to lunch and you can pick their brain. Right. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And so as soon as I started that, you know, I found out, you know, who the, uh, um, the top trainer was, who was the one that you know, was making the most and was training the most clients. And funny enough, um, he was not very receptive. As a matter of fact, the majority of all those trainers there were not very receptive. Didn't like the fact that they um, that I was the new guy. Didn't want to share anything that they had you know learned or any of their their strategy. They wanted to keep it to themselves. Like, uh, oh my god, if I share this, then you know he's going to get all my clients. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a huge eye opening experience. Um, but anyway, um, I, I remember. Um, um, you know, this one morning when I had, I had come in, uh, I had come in and I just finished, you know, uh, you know, training, you know, my, my, my first, uh, you know, you know, client. And, um, at, at that time, one of the, uh, you know, the, the top, uh, you know, you know, trainers was, um, Oh, who, oh gosh, who was it? God, I can't remember his name, but he was he was putting out a lot of um, you know marketing materials and stuff, and I, I was I was purchasing you know um, a lot of his stuff because again you know I I wanted to learn. I was like, how do I be you know a really good trainer? You know, how do I get new clients? Because I wasn't learning anything from the trainers that were there, <laughs> so I was out on my own. And so and this was the first uh, you know the, the first um, you know I would say you know a, you know job outside of of the military that I had, and so I was like, okay, so how am I gonna you know, learn this because, you know, you know, going through, you know, the military, they had all of the training materials for you. You know, they taught you everything. And so now I was out, you know, in the civilian world, I had to figure it out all on my own. So anyway, they were talking about Ryan Lee. That's who the, the, the trainer was, but he is putting out a, a lot of, you know, um, new marketing materials and stuff like that. And I remember distinctly, um, you know, the, the, these two trainers, they were talking you know, amongst themselves, you know, um, and as always, you know, um, ignoring me and <laughs> everybody else. And they were they were talking specifically about you know Ryan Lee. And at that time, you know Ryan Lee, you know had he wasn't training uh, you know clients you know anymore. But what he was doing was you know he had built up a uh, you know six and seven figure uh, training business and an information uh, you know product you know business because he was putting out a lot of material for personal trainers. And they were talking um, about him, and uh, what sparked you know the conversation was one of you know the what um, one of the 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 requirements that our boss was uh, handing down was that you know you had to have a specific certification. You couldn't just get any certification online, and you know they wanted to have like, you know, a little more exclusivity. And so you had to either had like a a degree in kinesiology, or you know you had to had one of like you know the top you know. Um, personal, you know, on your training, your know, certifications and stuff like that. And they were going back and forth talking about, yeah, you know, these trainers now, they're just getting these, these certifications online. Don't know what the heck they're, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, like these, you know, a lot of these guys are on these websites cause you know, the internet was, you know, still in, is in its infancy, you know, um, you know, back then, um, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, these new trainers, you know, they have these websites and stuff, you know, they're not like real trainers. Did you know that Ryan Lee, like, you know, uh, you know, his sort of his background, did you know that, uh, you know, he just had like one of those, um, you know, uh, certifications that you can just get, you know, from those, you know, correspondence, you know, those home correspondence, you know, basically just got to read the material and then you just take a test online. That That's what they're talking about, right? They're like, yeah, you know, the, the, these trainers don't know what the heck they, you know, they're doing. And, you know, as a matter of fact, Riley's not even a very good trainer. You know, he's just a good marketer, you know, uh, and um, that kind of struck me, you know, when, when they said that, 
really, uh, I don't know why, but it just kind of hit me like really hard because they were talking about this, um, you know, this, uh, this, you know, well, he was a former, you know, trainer, but he was making millions of dollars, right? Putting out good content and good information. He was making millions of dollars and they said, well, he's not a very good trainer. He, you know, he's just a good marketer. And I was like, huh? Well, if you want to, and this, I'm thinking to myself, well, if you want to make millions of dollars, wouldn't you listen to the person that is actually making millions of dollars? Right. Um, and, and then, um, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, that a few years, you know, later when I had my own, you know, facility up and up and running and I had hired my first, you know, business coach, cause we had, um, you know, gone through a, a series of having to, you know, let, uh, lay off, you know, some of our coaches. We had one that left, took a lot of our clients with it, you know, and we started, uh, you know, the, the business started, you know, crumbling. So I hired a business coach cause like, I mean, how do I get out of this, you know, this mess? And, um, I'll never forget, you know, this is the, this is, and I share that with all of you because this is what I wanted to, um, to share with you was he, um, you know, he was telling me, he was like, okay, you know, I want you. And he started going through like, you know, all this, you know, marketing and, um, and everything is like, okay, you know, you got to work on these campaigns and we're going to do this. And it, and I was like, oh God, this seems like a lot of work. And I said, and I remember, you know, um, you know, asking him, why do I have to do all of this? This doesn't make any sense because if I'm going to be training my clients, don't I need to be a better trainer? Don't I need to, to know what the, what the new, your know, training modalities are. Don't I need to know what the new exercises, you know, are or the new, you know, you know, diet plans, you can get them better results. And I'll never forget, you know, he he kind of laughed a little bit. He's like, "Oh, I used to think that same way too." I'm like, "Well, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Let me ask you something." He said, "Let's just say that, you know, um you're you're the, you're the best trainer in the world." I was like, "Okay." And so, and I and 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 then we were on the phone, you know, at the time. And he said, "Okay. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to stand up." And I was in my office, and he goes, "Stand up." And I was like, "Okay." And he said, "Is there a wall where you're at, you know, in your office?" I said, "Yeah." Um, "Okay. I want you to face that wall." I'm like, "Okay." So I'm facing the wall, and he said, "Okay. You're the best trainer in the world, right?" And I said, "Okay." And I just, I just want you to stand there. Okay, and I'm facing the wall. I said, "This is kind of weird, but okay." I'm facing the wall, and it, and there was like silence, and I and after about like you know two minutes, I said, "Um, you want me to do anything?" So I just wanted you to face the wall. And I said, "Okay." Went back um, another minute, and then he said, "Okay, how many people did you train?" And I said, "Uh, nobody. You had me facing the wall." And he said, "Exactly." I said, "What what are you talking about?" He said, "You could be the best trainer in the world, but if you don't know how to get people in front of you, it's like you standing at that wall, you know, every single day, you know, and wondering how come you're not making any money. Nobody knows that you're the best trainer in the world unless you have people in front of you." So you, and I'm here to tell you this, um, is that you could be the best trainer in the world, but if you do not know how to get people in front of you, if you don't know how to market, you are going to be broke. Now, you could take um, you know, a, an average trainer. You can even take a trainer who's really not that good, but is a phenomenal marketer, and he or she will crush you every single day. And I said, really? I said, no, that's not true. He said, 
That is true. And I'm here to tell you because here's this, regardless if they know, um, you know, uh, they don't, regardless if they're not as good as you, they know how to get enough people in front of them. They are just, just by sheer numbers, they're going to end up, you know, doing so much more business than you are because look, you're facing the wall while you're facing the wall being the best trainer in the world. They're out there, you know, having people come in, you know, come to them, you know, each and every day. And just by process of elimination, just even at a 10% conversion rate, they're close more people making more money than you are because you're making zero while they're you know closing like one out of ten and, and he said he was just using that as a, as a as an example and I went wow he said so this is why I'm having you do all this you focus on being an excellent marker I already know you're a good uh, you know trainer I already know you're a good coach but what I why you hired me was because you suck at marketing <laughs> and I was like uh, yeah <laughs> well thanks for that uh, and he was like I, and I say and then he said and I am saying that because I I want you to be exceptional. I want you to succeed. And so that's why I'm having you go um, you know, over all of this stuff. And I was like, huh. And I share that you know, with you because in our business with network, um, with network marketing, multi-level marketing, you know what? We have phenomenal products. You know, our products, and, and I go, and I say this to everybody um, that I come into contact with, I personally think that all direct sales companies, all multi-level marketing companies, all network marketing companies, for, uh, for the most part, have much better, um, you know, uh, quality products um, and, and services than, um, just, you know, the, the, the regular, you know, products and services that are out there. Absolutely. Hands down. They are the best. And the interesting thing is that if you really see all the negative, um, the, the negative comments and all the, uh, um, you know, the, the negativity that is surrounded, um, around the network marketing industry, about 98% of it has to do with, what people losing money has to do with recruiting has to do with the business aspect you don't really see a lot of people that are you know bringing class action lawsuits against these network marketing companies because the product didn't work do you you never hear people that are complaining like oh i tried this and then it totally sucked no, you see people on social media, on Google, and all these other you know places doing all these reviews because they lost money. They didn't make any money. They said that I was going to make a lot of money. It always has something to do with the business aspect, but not the product, right? And so, um, what we need, and just like you know, if you're a great trainer, these companies have great products. You know, just like being a great trainer. But what they don't teach you is how to be a great marketer. So we have these great products, and what we're doing is we're facing the wall and not getting anybody in front of us, and so we get desperate, and so then we're running down you know in front of you know um, any you know, Harry, Joe and, and Jane and, and trying to, you know, shove our product in front of them, shove this opportunity in front of them. So, you know, they can, you know, buy some stuff so we can actually make some sales, right? Does that sound familiar? Right. Instead of the people that are doing really uh, well, the ones that are at the top level, they know how to market. They know how to promote. They know how to get eyeballs in front of their presentation to get in front of you know their products, and that's why they are you know crushing it. That's why they're at the top you know uh, you level. It's not because they got in at the ground floor. It's not you know you know because you know they're any smarter than than you are. It's because they figured out that one piece. Just like I learned when I was you know um, sitting in my office and you know, listening to my business coach was because they know how to market. That is the concept that is going to make or break you this year. And that's what's going to help you. And that's what, you know, um, going back and looking like, wow, that's what I really need to focus in on is you can be, uh, you can even have an average product. I'm not saying that you, um, you you do, but I'm just saying you can have an average product. But if you know how to market, you are going to kill it you know, um, against every other network market, any other business owner 
that does not know how to market, that has a phenomenal product but really doesn't know how to get out into the marketplace, doesn't know how to put together a, a marketing message, doesn't know how to resonate with people, doesn't know how to get eyeballs in front of you know, them so they can present uh, their product. Does that make any sense? Are you getting this? And so I just wanted to share that, you know, with you. So, you know, moving, you know, forward, um, you know, I, you know, especially, uh, you know, last year and this year, I am focusing all of my effort on, you know, uh, learning how to market, learning how to bring a message to the marketplace that resonates with my ideal clients so I can get my products in front of them so I can, you know, show them, um, the 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 opportunity of you know possibly you know uh, coming on as a as a business partner does does that make you know any sense so um you know and 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 learning how to market is not calling up your family and friends you know that's just you know casting a net hoping um that you know somebody is going to bite and i'm here to tell you that i um i used to go fishing with my grandfather and hope is not going to get fish on that line and hope is not going to get you to where you want to be. So many people that have, you know, brought, you know, that, you know, have negative, uh, you know, connotations, you know, towards this industry. Uh, you know, there's so many people that, you know, have, you know, uh, taking it a step of, you know, uh, you know, wanting to sue certain companies. It's not because the products are bad. It is because they were lousy marketers. They didn't get very good, you know, uh, you know, training. And so they ended up, di- they did lose a lot of money and they're upset and they want somebody, you know, to pay. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. As a matter of fact, personally, I think all of them, you know, they, they need to pull up their big boys uh, pants and girl pants and suck it up and use it as a life lesson. You know, it wasn't the company's uh, you know fault. They 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 put out the uh, the product and they also you know said that hey, you have this opportunity to sell it. It's on uh, that that person that distributor to learn how to actually uh, you know market it. But anyway, that's that's a, for a discussion of another dime. You know, but the the fact of the matter is that you know when you are talking about your business and and you um and it comes up that it is a network marketing your company and then all of a sudden they like and they pull back and like oh one of those it's a pyramid scam oh it's because it has to do with um, the business aspect, the money aspect. They don't teach you how to market, and so a lot of people are losing a lot of money. And so obviously people are going to have some scar tissue towards that. But if you learn how to market, if you take this one concept, because that is what I am focusing on you know, um, the, you know, and this year in 2020, is to learn and to be the best marketer that I can be to get my um, you know, message and product in front of uh, you know, people. Um, you're going to end up crushing it. Um, not only uh, uh, you, know, you know crushing it uh, for those other you know network marketers that are just running around you know doing the same you know home meetings and you know just doing the phone calls and pounding the phone, but you're also going to be um, you know, able to outperform. Uh, regular businesses, um, you know, regular uh, brick and mortar business, because most of them are doing this kind of the same thing that, you know, you're doing in network marketing, right? Just, uh, you know, to a different, um, you know, aspect of, of people, right? They're just, you know, they're doing uh, direct mailers. Um, they're, they're, they're doing like radio ads and they're just like throwing out, you know, the, these, uh, these big nets hoping that they're going to get a bite instead of really, you know, learning how to uh, focus in on their message on learning how to, you know, uh, hone down on their ideal, you know, client speaking to that, you know, one client um, in order to get, uh, you know, more high quality uh, prospects in front of them. So that's all that I had for you. Uh, I hope that you had uh, a little aha moment, you know, sharing a little bit, you know, that I learned and, you know, some of the life lessons that, uh, um, that I kind of went through. But anyway, um, I hope that you have an awesome day. This is the year. If things didn't happen um, you know, last year, don't worry about it. Guess what? You can't change it. It's behind you. You know, I was sharing with a, a client, and I'll, and I'll leave you with, with this. 
um, that I was, when I was working with. And I said, you know, cause they're, uh, cause she was like, you know, I, I can't, um, you know, uh, follow through, you know, I do really well up front, but then, you know, I always, you know, end up, you know, falling off the wagon. And I said, listen, I don't want you to think about any of that stuff. Listen, you know what? What happened in the past, you can't change. It's behind you, right? And um, that's where regret is. Uh, you're afraid that you're going to fail again. That's fear. That's because you're looking in front of you in the future, right? But that hasn't even happened yet. You don't have any control over that. The only thing that you really have control over is where you are right now in the moment, today, So you just focus in on what you can do today. Don't regret by looking in the past. Don't fear by looking in the future. You can only control what you're doing today. And I don't want you thinking through anything else except for today. Did you come in and work out with me today? She goes, yes. Okay. Did you uh, make some uh, good uh, eating choices today? She said, yes, you're successful. And then tomorrow, guess what? It is a new day for you to do those same things that you you just did. And we're going to build upon that. And I share that with you because it's the same thing with your business. Don't worry about what happened in the past. You can't change that. Don't worry about or fear about what's going to happen in the future. You definitely can't change any of that because you don't know what's going to happen. The only thing that you have control over is right here and right now today. What are you going to do today? Because it's the only thing that you can do because you may not even wake up tomorrow. I'm, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but you know what? We don't have control over that. We don't know when our time is going to be when uh, we um, are going to be done on this earth. But what we do have is those of you that are listening to this right here and now, you have today. Do your best today and then wake up tomorrow if you are gifted with that. And then you do the, the same thing. Take it day by day. And over time, you are going to you know, um, have a series of successes that's going to compound into your ultimate success of building um, uh, hopefully a six and seven and, and eight figure uh, business. So that's all I have for you today. You have an awesome day. Thank you for listening. And um, as always, I'm going to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.